Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever time it is for you. My name is Chris Walters, and this is Universe of Conspiracies. In this episode, we will be discussing the Mandela Effect. It's a conspiracy that I've done a lot of research about, and I'm very intrigued to see what I believe and what my good friend, Hakan Vardar, thinks about it. In this episode, we'll be discussing the origins of the phenomenon, some possible explanations, and even some possible solutions as to why this phenomenon is happening. I hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Universe of Conspiracies. Today I have with me Hakan Vardar. He is a third-year college student at Georgia College and State University, pursuing a degree in mass communications. Welcome. Hello there, Chris. How are you doing today? Doing good. How about you? I can't complain. Just another day. You know how it is. Nice, nice. So today, we're going to be discussing the Mandela Effect. It's one of my favorite conspiracies slash topics to discuss in general. And I brought this up to you before. And so I really wanted to hear your opinions on it in our podcast slash show. Well, awesome. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me on, dude. Seriously. Thank you for coming. I'm super excited to get into this. All right. Well, let's dive in, Chris. I'm so excited. Let's do it. So first, I wanted to actually hear your opinion on what do you think Mandela Effect is? So we talked about this a little bit prior, and from what I remember, it's... And I've heard of this, like, for years. I'm sure if anyone says they haven't heard of it, I'd be a little bit surprised. But um, from what I've heard, it's basically... So when you explained it earlier, a couple years ago, everyone thought Nelson Mandela was dead. (laughs) And come to find out, he wasn't dead. And then he actually did die in 2015 or 2016, I believe. And it was just a huge shock to everyone because they just already thought he was dead. And from what I understand, it's the whole premise of... Um, basically believing something to be true when it or, or details on a certain aspect of your memory being way fuzzier than you would even remember. Oh yeah. I mean that's honestly what it is. Um, so Mandela Effect actually was coined by Fiona Broom I believe it is. Yes. And um, Are you it, remembering that correct? <laughs> I think so. Um, So she coined the term up in 2009. And the reason she did this was because she went to a conference and they started discussing Nelson Mandela. And at the time, um, in 2009, he was still very much alive. He passed away in 2013. But um, they were all discussing his life and his accomplishments and everything, but they all had the simple idea, or the same idea, that he passed away in the 1980s while he was in jail or prison. And they specifically remember his wife giving his speech, or at the time, his widow. But in reality, this did not happen, because, in fact, he did pass away in 2013. So yes, this is actually where the Mandela effect comes from and that's why it's actually called the Mandela effect you know so yeah um really I wanted to ask you do did you remember or your parents remember about Nelson Mandela dying in the 80s I would have to ask my parents but I didn't know the backstory of 
of the actual Nelson Mandela effect as a whole. So that kind of throws my whole theory out of the window. <laughs> um, because what I was going to say is, I think maybe the reason that this could be happening is just the environment that you learn something and that overall feeling of the environment can sometimes change what you actually know about what you think you know. And so what I was going to say is maybe it's possible that as a kid learning learning about Nelson Mandela, we normally learn about a lot of historical figures and these historical figures are normally dead. And so that was going to be what I would attribute it to being that we just kind of assimilate Nelson Mandela to being one of these historical figures that's dead. So I, I, I thought maybe that, but <laughs> you're saying this is in 2009 with a board of adults that were, from what I can tell, decently educated. <laughs> so I don't know. That's very interesting. I, 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 as soon as I heard the word Nelson Mandela effect, I asked what, I mean, what, what's so special about it. So to answer your question, yeah, I had no clue that he wasn't actually dead until he died. So it was quite the shock. I'd say it's see it's very interesting that you bring that up now it's actually currently a topic that we'll discuss later in the podcast but you're really on to something there like okay. your mindset is very much how a lot of people are thinking about this topic nowadays okay but anyway so what I want to get into next is um, I wanted to list a couple of very popular Mandela effects and see which ones you actually wanted to learn about and hear about. Oh, I'm excited. So, first one we have is Henry the the Ninth eating a turkey leg, Luke, I am your father, mirror, mirror on the wall, Oscar Mayer, the location of New Zealand, the Berenstein Bears, and Shazam. Okay. I actually have heard of some of these, and I've fixed my Mandela effect for, I'd say, maybe two of these. Some of them I'm just not really too familiar with, but I'd love to hear it. Okay. Which one would you like to hear? Um, so the Luke, I am your father is actually, the line actually goes, from what I understand, the whole idea of this is everybody thinks that it's Luke, I am your father, and everybody always quotes it, Luke, I am your father. The actual quote is, no, I am your father. From Is that correct? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's actually okay. correct. I and I never watched Star Wars before, but I've always thought that was the line, yeah. and I never knew it that it wasn't. Yeah, why is that? I like I, what what makes people think that Luke? I mean, I guess it just it fits better. I, I that's what I think it, it comes down to. I really do think that a lot of people just put in things that it sounds better whenever you say it. Huh. And so you know, but we'll get into that later. Um, so another one that you would like to know about, um, the mirror, mirror on the wall. I, I'm familiar that it's not mirror, mirror on the wall. I just cannot remember what it is actually. So if, if I was ever to say it, say before this interview, I promise to God, I would have said mirror, mirror on the wall without a second thought. But okay. So actually it's magic mirror on the wall. Oh my gosh. It, it, it's crazy because I feel like I heard this phrase in Shrek 1 or something like that. I, I really don't know. But I know this is from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is actually yeah. the, the location of this one. Okay. Um, I did want to actually tell you this one because I've been – for some reason, this one stands out to me most, but it's the Berenstain Bears. So when I was a children um, – 
of children. When I was a child, a lot of people thought, and I had books, and I always thought it was the Berenstein Bears with an A at the end instead of an E. And I remember to them, to my heart to this day that it was that way. But then years later when I was a teenager, it's not. It's actually with an E. Yeah. And everything that I have looked up in the media, it is it's has an E. And it just drives me nuts, I man. Love the history books on that one. It just it's crazy. But anyway, so yes, those are some possible, you know, not possible, but it's more examples of the current topic going on. And there's other ones like the Monopoly Man has a monocle. Um, the Pringles Man on the can, I believe, might have a monocle too. Um, there's just a ton. There's one where the, the peanut guy um, on the cans that he had a cane, I believe, is was. Yeah. But I'm not totally 100% sure on that one. And that's exactly what it is, I feel like, just not knowing, you know. I know. So now we're going to talk about basically why people think this is. Like, the the explanations behind the Mandela effect. Okay. Um, so the first one that is honestly a little out there is uh, alternate universes. Ooh, interesting. So just not even explaining it, I just want to hear, like, why do you think alternate universes come into play in this Mandela effect? So what I know about alternate universes, so let's go to what I think I might know. Um... And from what I think I know, there have been science reports coming out about the possibilities of alternate realities being an actual thing. And these alternate universes could be almost limitless or infinite. And I don't know too much physics, so I'm not going to claim I could think anything. But, I mean, I could maybe see time lapses going on and things happen. I I don't know. It's just such a crazy idea. And I'm so under... I'm so ignorant of the topic itself that I just clearly couldn't say anything. I don't know. No, I I totally understand. That's one of the craziest things about this explanation because it's such a far-fetched theory that, and you're not able to prove it either. Like, there's no way to prove that alternate realities exist out there without having someone from those realities come over. At the current time, that is not possible. Maybe it will be in the future. Be surprising. But honestly, really what it has to do with it is that people believe that either someone is playing with dimensions and time and changing what happens. So groups of people will forget and have different memories of things. Hmm. But this also comes in the same play that people believe that um, an outside alien figure or a god is doing this too to change events in our past so we will be different people in our future. Little things like that. But that's one possible explanation for it. Mm-hmm. It's super far-fetched. I'm honestly not sure I believe it. I wish there was an alternate version of me out there running around, doing his own thing, you know? It would be so cool. Hello there, Chris. Yes. If you're out there. But um, at the current time, I I really don't know if this is the actual explanation for this theory. To me, honestly, it does sound a little bit too woo-woo, but, I mean, I mean, I really don't like to use that term, but 
I don't know. It just, it's just, yeah. We we wouldn't be able to know until technology catches up or something presents itself saying, "Haha, we've messed with you, Mandela effect." Gotcha. You know, I I don't know. It's just so. The the possibilities are clearly just endless when that's into play. I believe. No, I mean, honestly, I I wish I knew. I, but the next one that I wanted to discuss, I actually believe it has more backbone to the actual explanation of the theory. Okay, I'm excited. So this one is actually called False Memories. And basically what this is, is our memories are stored with other simple memories. So we believe details about those memories that overlap, but are oh, not true. I could so see that. So, for example, um, say Alexander Hamilton. Do do you think he was president? I think so. Do you? So, actual, actually, in reality, he was not. But this reason that false memories comes to play in this is because a lot of people also have the same idea. But... The reason they think it is is because most of the time people associate Alexander Hamilton with Washington, D.C. or the Capitol or, you know, the Founding Fathers. And like many people believe, Benjamin Franklin was a president, but he was not. Yeah. So those two memories of being associated with Founding Fathers and Washington, D.C. allow your brain to believe that he was a president. But that is, in fact, false. So, leading up to false memories. Yeah. No, I could definitely see that one, and that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. Um, And I also had another point. What was it? Oh, I also just think, especially times like now, with information coming to almost every single second, people, uh, mainly our generation, Generation uh, Z, right? Uh, yes. Generation I believe we're in Z millennials or, or Z. Yeah, the millennials, especially with the amount of information that they take in through a daily, almost hourly, almost even minute basis, it's, your your file system is just getting overloaded. Like, I can tell you right now that there are probably 20 things that I've learned in the past hour that I've absolutely no recollection of. And what happens to those ideas when you have no recollection of them, you know? Do they start getting added on? Or what happens to your worldview? Like, what happens to your schema of a certain thing and how it works with those different things that you've learned? There have been multiple times where I've learned something, and then I'll talk about something maybe like a year later, and say that thing I learned that year prior to has something something to do with something I learned maybe two years back. So those two things could have been conflicting and since I just learned it so quickly I'm not going to fit that into my world scheme are you, are you following? Yes. And so that's that's what I'm getting to is just how much information we're getting and how much of it is just not getting concisely put into thought and then getting put into our own schema of how we things or how we think things work I think it can definitely be confusing and I think it could add to this phenomenon that's happening um but there's also just weird cases, like with what you're saying, with the group of people who even, or the the, the lady who coined the term uh, Nelson Mandela effect. I don't know. It's just, it's, I definitely think that has a very big possibility to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Just human I, memory. I really believe that our 
our brains, like we can remember so much. Like we have such a powerful instrument between our eyes, but there's also limitations to that. And, you know, those limitations are our memory. And so a lot of these concepts and explanations for this theory, it really just derives from how well we're able to remember and where are we getting our sources from in general? Because, you know, you can talk to someone and they can tell you what they believe, but that can also be false. And you will believe it's true, but you would never know just because that's how it is. Yeah, and that I'm sorry to cut you off, but that also brings me to one of the points that I was trying to make earlier is how much of this is also disinformation. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying there's some ploy to make people think that Nelson Mandela was dead. I couldn't think of a benefit for that ever to happen, but I mean, there have been there have been articles and there have been it's it's clear as day through freedom of information acts and as well where the government has deployed disinformation groups to actually kind of foil people's ideas and and lead their ideologies towards certain things so i definitely think that could come into play as well um and kind of be coined under the term nelson mandela effect just because they were told something that was just completely wrong about a certain scenario you you know what i mean yeah i'm very glad you brought this up because i wanted to talk about it and um I feel like we're running out of time. But um, basically, what you said about how there's so much like misinformation out there online, and the internet, it plays such a pivotal role in this theory, I believe. Because we're in the age of memes, social media, just false information everywhere. And it's really hard to, you know go through all that information and actually know what is the truth and what is lies. Exactly. And so, you know, look back at the couple presidential elections. We had no clue who was going to win. We were fed lies after lies after lies. And, you know, we made decisions based off what other people we thought were facts, but in the long run were mostly opinions. Yeah. And we had no clue, which you know, can play a pivotal role in a lot of other topics nowadays. I mean, I'm sure you go through social media every day and see something that, hey, I think that's true, but in reality, it's not. Exactly. Like, I showed you a picture of a, what's it called? A square object on the moon, on the far side of it, that was captured by the Chinese rover. And I asked you if that was true or not. And obviously you said you saw it before, and then you looked it up. In a lot of cases, and you actually found that it wasn't true, but like this and these photos, it's made up. People have the ability to use Photoshop, you know, After Effects. The digital age is an age of false information that we have to siffle through. Exactly. And I mean, you know... I wish I was creative enough to do all that and everything. But well, obviously not for like mis or disinformation. And I'm glad you actually brought up and I'm sorry I cut you off again. I'm glad you brought up misinformation though as well besides disinformation. And there's a very clear-cut understanding of disinformation and misinformation. Disinformation is 
putting out false information knowingly, so intentionally deceiving the public, and then misinformation is literally just putting out information that is misleading the public and not knowing it. You know what I'm saying? So hearsay, she said, I said, he said, but what they said is not true, and they didn't know it, and now since they didn't know it, they still believed it, so you're going to believe it as well, unless you double-check and fact-checked with them. So I think all of those things could definitely be factors into this Mandela effect. Uh, yeah. I, I totally agree. So we are about at the end of our time. The last thing I really wanted to talk about today is how to really avoid being tricked by this false information. Okay. It's pretty common. Um, just double check these facts. Look it up. Yeah. By actual researchers. Please look it up. <laughs> I mean, that's the point. Before you go on and publishing something that you do not even know is true in the slightest... You have to double check your information or you're going or you're going to be another person spreading this false information. And so that's what we need to learn as a society nowadays. Make sure what you are saying is true before you post it. And so obviously I know you agree on this statement. Of course. And like a many other listeners out there, it's just good to have that statement said because I feel like not a lot of people talk about it enough these days. They just post without thinking. But on that note, I really appreciate you having this conversation with me. Of course, man. Of course. Coming in. And I really hope our listeners love our talk today. On the next episode, we will be having something super spicy. But I hope you enjoyed. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Well, that is all the time we have for today. In this episode, we discussed the Mandela Effect and its origins, some explanations, and some possible solutions behind the phenomenon. My name is Chris Walters, and this is Universe of Conspiracies. Thank you for listening.